welcome to the December 2014 edition of the Prepare My Mission podcast, where our mission is to equip you for an effective mission trip abroad. We do that here by having honest conversations about what it looks like to live out our faith, not only on the international mission field, but here at home as well. In addition to these honest conversations, we bring you relevant and interesting stories from the world of missions and answers to your questions. Sitting across from me is my wife, Terry. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, CJ. And in this episode, we're talking about how to stay missions focused as you get older. So really, really interesting conversation that we'll have. Uh, then we'll be answering a listener's question. Should you ask someone to support your mission trip if they're not a Christian? Finally, we'll be updating you on what's happening on the website, including a big announcement about this podcast and why we're going to change up the format just a little bit. Uh, but even bigger things than just that, than just changing up the format. That's not a very big announcement. Uh, but big announcement coming. With that, let's get started. So it's December. We missed last month's podcast. Why did we why did we not have a November podcast, Terry? Because we were living out of boxes. We were. It's really hard to record a podcast uh, from a cardboard box. That's true. Um, so if you listen to our October podcast, you heard that we were getting ready to move. Um, and we did. So we moved out of an apartment into a a home. Mm-hmm. And if you caught at the beginning of the podcast, I have a slightly new intro, which I like. <laughs> I don't know if Terry is fond of it yet, but we are in a very purple room uh-huh. right now. What's, well, wh- it's where are we? purple and pink with uh, very interesting curtains, mm-hmm. jewels hanging down in front of the windows. I, I, I like that. <laughs> it kind of feels like, I don't know, the 70s or something. A little bit. Clearly a seven-year-old's room prior. Yeah, it's a princess's room, <laughs> yes. and I'm okay with that. I have, we've got... <laughs> all the other rooms are pretty normal. Right. Um, but the room we have designated as the music-slash-podcast room is is very different mm-hmm. from any other room in the house. Correct. So, And it's very purple. So yep. It's the purple room. That is why it is now the purple room where we are... We'll be broadcasting from. And right. I, which, I don't think we need to change the color. Right. Well, and that's probably why we sound a little happy, too. You know, it's so purple, exciting just... in here. <laughs> it's really hard not to smile when you're... That's true. There are, be- there are like jewels in the windows. There's purple curtains, purple and pink walls. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It's okay. So we'll move on from that. <laughs> uh, so it's December. It's Christmas time. And that leads me to our sponsor message for this podcast, which is... Uh, this podcast is brought to you by our newest t-shirt. So if you've been listening for a while, you've heard of our first t-shirt, which was called the nation's tea. Mm -hmm. Um, but just recently we announced a new tea, uh, called the world tea. And it's a t-shirt that features tea is short for t-shirt. Right. Just in case you were wondering. (laughs) This t-shirt features a globe, uh, with the words into all the world written across the chest and it's a phrase into all the world. Remind, it's supposed to remind you of Mark sixteen fifteen, when Jesus instructs us to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to all creation. Mm-hmm. So if you check out preparemymission.com slash world, you can watch a really neat video that we put together back in, in our, our apartment, apartment. Uh-huh, <laughs> about the shirt. And then if you like it, you can buy it. And as we like to say, 
wear something that means something, you know, mm -hmm. you can put your insert other brands mm -hmm. here away and wear something that really right. kind of represents what you're about and what yes. your, where your heart is. So, and the reason that that was a segue from Christmas time is mm -hmm. because this makes a great gift. Oh, give something that means something. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Ooh, I like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> you can see that coming. <laughs> All right. With that, we will move on to our interesting news story, which is about how to stay missions focused as you get older. So we have an article here. And the article is, is all about how to stay missions focused as you get older. And the article is titled, How to Settle Down, How to Settle Down Without Giving Up. Mm. And it comes from the uh, September, October uh, edition of the Relevant magazine. And it's from a, it's from a fellow that a few of you may <laughs> have heard before. Uh, we'll really give lift to his name right. with, with this podcast. We'll really kind of bring him to the mainstream. But his name was... Uh, his name was, was? and is uh, Francis Chan. Mm. As as of this recording, he has not changed his name. Right, not that um, we are aware of yet. But yeah, we're just future minded. It could have, <laughs> it could be was now. You know, he could have changed it. Um, so all about how to settle down without giving up, mm -hmm. and it really hit home for us. Yeah, <laughs> home, home. <laughs> pun intended. Uh, especially <laughs> since we're beginning to settle a little bit, at least. Right what we think is settling. Um, and this was a really, really challenging piece for us. So we yeah. thought, you know, we have a lot of college and 20 mm -hmm. something listeners. This yeah. might be a great piece to be thinking about as you move from, you know, the the more single, more, right. I guess, just that hobo lifestyle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that hobo? <laughs> Or just the drifter I, I, lifestyle right. I see what you mean. Uh, to something a little bit more stable, but right. how to do it the right way. Yeah. So Francis starts by setting uh, setting a stage for mm -hmm. a path that's very similar to a lot of us or very right. common. Uh, he starts by saying it's a classic story. Boy meets girl. They fall in love. They spend hours talking about all of the things they want to do together. Maybe it's overseas mission work or investing in urban renewal or pursuing graduate degrees. They get married and there is simply no ceiling on their aspirations. Mm -hmm. And then a few years later, the dreams have settled a little. They're not gone exactly, but they're definitely in the background. There's rent or a mortgage to think about. Maybe she's, maybe she gets a demanding promotion. Maybe he gets focused on fixing up the house. Whatever it is, they get a little too busy for the life they had envisioned. Mm -hmm. Their marriage isn't unhappy, but it's certainly not what they originally had in mind. So Francis goes on to say, and I'll read a little bit more, and then we'll jump into a conversation about it. He says, this is a common story, and it's one that has scared many brave people away from settling down altogether. There's a sense that life can either be one of adventure and doing big things for God, or of security and calm and, well, settling. But are those the only two options? Mm. Should we stop there and jump in? Sure, yeah. So let's jump in. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on, and it's a fairly lengthy article, mm -hmm. but he goes on to explain how, you know, in our American culture, um, we really sometimes we settle and um, place our families in our home life mm -hmm. Uh, above 
what God has maybe put on our heart mm-hmm. or above what uh, the, the dreams and the aspirations, like mm-hmm. he put it, that we originally were carrying in our in our youth. Go and ahead. There even is bold to say that many times we end up putting these things above God, you know, that right. they take priority, whether it's marriage, family, kids, job, whatever, they end up, you know, not purposely. I don't think we do this on purpose, you know, but they end up taking priority over God, you know, and right. I think that kind of hit me, you know, that, that that's kind of the typical pattern that right. is seen, you know. Yeah, he goes on to talk about how um, we're just kind of summarizing the article a little bit at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we, uh, we there, there are two kinds of, of marriage as you get older. And uh, there's there's you can either pursue a fun marriage or you can pursue an effective marriage. Mm-hmm. And the fun marriage, does that make sense or not really? Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, Go no, ahead. it makes sense. I mean, granted, I read the article Um but yeah, keep going. You're about to explain. So basically, a fun marriage is the one where you nest and you settle, mm-hmm. and you, you play begin, house. You play and- house, <laughs> and um, you know you you you've get got the cars and you've got the the you know the three bedroom, two bath, mm-hmm. all that kind of going on. And there's nothing wrong with those things, but um, that's kind of you know the, the fun side mm-hmm. of marriage in that. We're pursuing these things, but to what end? Right. You know, and it's because that's what culture does. That's what our, you know, American Mm -hmm. society does. But then there's another side, and that's where we stay kingdom focused Mm -hmm. and ministry focused. And it's not always, and you don't pursue the same things. Right. So the Um, end goal is not necessarily the house and the kids and the, you know, the job or the minivan you know i mean all these american a minivan is the goal well (laughs) hey you never know minivans are pretty sweet but (laughs) (laughs) let's move on um but you know the end goal essentially for an eternity focused whether it's marriage or life or whatnot i mean the end goals just look differently so let me read this little excerpt and i think it'll bring a little bit more um structure to what we're talking about So Francis says, sometimes here in the U.S., when we get married, we become less and less effective for the kingdom. When was the last time you saw two people who loved the Lord and were serving the Lord as single people get married and actually do more for the kingdom? You know, and he goes on Mm -hmm. and says the other way around. How many times have we seen the people doing some pretty radical things as singles And then once they get married, they're either fighting with their spouse or in counseling, or they're just so focused on nesting that loving and enjoying each other is their mission on earth now. Mm -hmm. And that's the two sides that that he's talking about. Um, And what he really gets down to is that there's a mission that's bigger than your marriage and your family Mm -hmm. and your home uh, here on earth. And how you really, as you get older... That is a mindset that you have to, you have to intentionally embrace a mindset right. of staying effective rather than settling. Right. Um, so, yeah. do you want to jump in there? Well, no, and I agree I with. Continue to gather my thoughts. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's true. I mean, the whole point. I think a lot of this, and um, you know, granted, this is. I don't think we said this. This is. A conversation, them talking about a new book they're coming out with. Yeah, and we'll get to that. So, um, you know, I think the whole point of it is realizing that it's an intentionality issue, right. you know. 
that you have to be intentional about these things. Otherwise, that is the, the natural path that you'll probably find yourself. Right. And it's just, you don't, um, and I've got a couple questions for you here in okay. a second, but I think it comes down to you don't um, drift into an effective life filled with effective ministry. Mm-hmm. You just don't drift there. What we drift towards naturally is like Francis was saying, calm and security and mm-hmm. comfort and, you know, the cushions of life that m- keep life um, comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. you know, and that, and that's the fun marriage side of things. Right. Maybe fun is kind of a funky word to use, yeah. but that's one side of marriage versus focusing all of your efforts and energies mm-hmm. on, on ministry. And I really think it comes down to the verse, um, just kind of talking off the top mm-hmm. of my head where, you know, wherever your treasure is, where right. there your heart is also. Right. And, you know, you're, your heart just follows wherever you're putting your your effort, your your, your money, really, and, and your and attention. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, and you feel the need to invest in cars, and invest in a home, and invest in, you know, this, and we, you know, a guest bedroom, and all these other things. Mm-hmm. When you invest so much of your time and money to put these things in place, your heart just naf- naturally right. drifts to that point. While when you're single, and this is what I want to get into. Uh, when you're single, you don't have to. You don't have a guest room to invest in. Right. You don't have, mm-hmm. you know, a mortgage to invest in. You don't have all these other things. So all of a sudden, you're naturally a little bit more. Um, there's less pull in your life one way or another. Right. You know, and it's like I thought it was interesting that Francis was saying. Let's see, where was it? Um, is that he? He was saying that we don't. In, intentionally push these desires out right um he was saying that at the top of the article that we don't push these desires out but they just kind of get we get pulled away from them Mm -hmm. so i have a question for you (laughs) unless you have something you wanted to add there no i agree with all of that i think that's well said um so what are the biggest and these might be obvious but i think it might be interesting from a wife's perspective Mm -hmm. because i wonder if we have different perspectives here what are the biggest variables that enable a single person to do ministry? And what are the biggest variables that prevent a married couple or family from doing ministry? Side note, I had that same exact question. I mean, worded differently, but same question for you. That's funny. That's because we're married. Yeah, I guess so. We're the same person. <laughs> um, okay. Well, the single person, I think in a, lo- a lot of times it's easier, and not easier, but you're more able to just kind of jump on things because you don't have commitments. And what right. I mean by that is you're not really you're having not a committed person in life. <laughs> no. Like, like for married people or in our marriage, if I wanted to do something, uh, mission trip, et cetera, uh-huh. I would need to consult with you right. first, you know, we would need to and vice versa. Right. Exactly. So, but as a single person, those are really honestly decisions you can, make as an individual, you know what I mean? Without Mm -hmm. really having to consult another person in your life, um, you know, and whether or not you can or cannot do that, you know, things like that. So I think that's a huge variable in both ways. Yeah. Um, you have, you have any more? So you think that is the biggest variable? I think that's one of the biggest. Um, and I'll, I'll sit here and keep thinking. So I think, um, and see, again, I, I just think it's different that your, 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 so your perspective is it's the, com, the, 
what would what's the one word that would sum that up? I guess just flexibility almost. Flexibility, individualism, maybe. I don't okay. know. So I would what I jump to is and maybe it's just the way I'm wired, it's the money side of things. Mm. You know, that um so you know where where the biggest barriers or variables that enable a single person and maybe prevent a married couple, you know, when you're single, you just don't have you don't have any anything you don't have any responsibilities financially holding you back mm. and i just know from working with so many people through the website and you know all the you know and through social media and everything the biggest thing that holds people back anyways is finances right. you know people that you know struggle with the money to to mm. go and serve right so as a single person that's one of the, your greatest i think enablers as far as ministry goes is that you might live in your parents' basement. Maybe you're in college. You you know whatever the situation is, you're in a season of life that life doesn't life's not very expensive. Mm-hmm. You know and well, and you're not necessarily accountable. I mean, other than to God, you're not really accountable for how you handle your finances right. either. You right, know? you don't have a family that's dependent on right. you or in that kind of a thing. And then as a married couple, uh, you know it's. While there's nothing wrong with living in your parents' basement, you can't do it forever, and it's not healthy for a marriage. Right. You know. So okay, so we got to get out of the parents' basement. Now we got to live somewhere, mm-hmm. and we got rent or mortgage or whatever. And now we got to, you know, and we've talked about this kind of stuff before. Now we got to pay for this rent or this mortgage. Mm-hmm. So now we need to we need to get real jobs that right. are going to make this work. And then if someone gets pregnant or something like that, and then all of these financial things start right. to roll. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that prevents, you know, a marriage, a, a marriage or a family from doing ministry effectively. Yeah, I can see that. So, and I think one of the answers is to, you know, just uh, keep in check what you really, really need versus mm-hmm. what you really, really want as you get older. Yeah. And that's a whole another topic for another <laughs> day. But you know, keeping mm-hmm. keeping that, you know, that home that you need or that apartment that you need in perspective and keeping that car that you need to get to work to make the money to keep your mortgage mm-hmm. or rent covered in perspective as well. Yeah. And when it's just like, okay. Yes. Remember when we watched Tiny House or whatever on uh-huh. Netflix? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like that um there there's that one sentence in there is like when your wor- when your when your home gets smaller, your world gets bigger right. or something like that. Yeah. And that's so true here that mm-hmm. when you're single your home is so small or in your possessions are so small and so few or whatever. Right. Uh, and if you can keep that together yeah. when you're married and keep your home small and keep your possessions small, you have that freedom to go. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying that having a house and things is bad. It's no, more we just of bought like a in house. your <laughs> it's it's more of a heart thing, you know, it's like where do you place value, you know, and that's right. kind of more of, you know, what you value. You know, you just want to make sure your world stays bigger, you know, or your mission's bigger than the things that you have or, or whatnot. Um, and I would say, because, you know, I had the same similar question. Uh-huh. Um, mine was, you know, what do you think is one of the biggest barriers for specifically marriages, you know, or yeah. families? Um, to have an eternity mindset. And I thought, you know, just the uh, lack of intentionality or the idea of just being comfortable, Mm -hmm. I think that is 
such a common thing. Like we, we can just so quickly and so easily become comfortable with where we're at, you know, that it prevents us from stepping outside of that or even mentally thinking about it, you know? Yeah. You know, and, uh, I know we have a very specific situation here with us and just buying a home and Mm -hmm. we're, you know, still newlyweds and that kind of a thing, but it is everyone's, you know, tendency one way or another to, naturally drift towards like we were saying that comfort and that Mm -hmm. security and that and that stability yeah did you have any questions for me or um did you say what you wanted to say well i mean i just have other i have additional thoughts on the article um go for it you know it was just extremely challenging when they said you know the idea of i mean ultimately god created the idea of marriage right so therefore it's supposed to purpose him and further his purpose of, of, you know, the kingdom and advancing that. And it was so challenging for me to hear, you know, how often you see married couples become less effective Mm -hmm. after they get married. And, you know, when you're young, before you get married or even engaged, I mean, you have all these dreams and um, plans and, you know, two godly people who come together should produce and be extremely effective after marriage, you know, and how I think it's just, I mean, we've been married, you know, two, a little over two years now. And it's just like, you know, what a challenge for us starting off, you know, yeah, that we don't want to look back in 10 years and realize, Oh, we haven't really been effective. You know, I just think that's such a, a lie that the enemy has kind of weaseled his way into our culture, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that, you know, that uh, I see, I see what you're saying. <laughs> and maybe it's not a lie, uh, but it's, it's an influence where he's, he's come into our culture. And, and I mean, it is a lie that when you get married, that you're, you know, that the Bible is very clear that you take care of your family first, right. but taking care of your family first often doesn't just mean making sure there's food on the table. It may, it means making sure that we are focused in the right direction right. we are heading spiritually and you know ministry wise in the right direction mm-hmm. and that means taking care of my family first means making sure that first and foremost we're following god's plan for right. us right you know what i mean yeah and i think that's that's been just verbalizing that just makes things a lot clearer for me personally yeah but any you know Francis Chan, you know, one of the ways that he concludes the article, and you really need to just read it for yourself. Right, absolutely. But he talks about how when we pursue what God has for us, you know, as a married couple mm-hmm. and as individuals, it actually almost counterintuitively brings us, you and I, closer together. Right. That when we stop just pursuing closeness between you and I and in love and marriage and mm-hmm. fun and all that and date nights and all that, when we stop making that number one, and we start making God's ministry and God's plans for us, number one, mm-hmm. it draws us closer anyways. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was one of the ways that he ended it. But mm-hmm. do you have anything else? Well, I also like how they ended. Um, both of them were just kind of talking about, you know, what do you guys, the question was, what What do you hope people will take away from this book, you uh-huh. know, about this idea? And both of them just talked about how these things are not something you can force upon yourself. Right. So you can be intentional about it, but you can't go out and say, um, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be a good wife, or I'm gonna take care of the poor." You know, you can't force those things. 
to be there, but what you can do. And what I love, um, how they both kind of ended is that it starts with, you know, your heart and and prayer and, um, asking God to give you the desires to become like this, you know, and, um, Lisa, his wife, um, ends it where she says, you know, uh, basically don't chase after the work just chase after god yeah. you know and if you're chasing after god then these things um you know the spirit is naturally going to develop these desires in you and you know the eyes to see these things because mm-hmm. you know the hard part is okay well we know this truth now you know this is a challenge for us but what do we do with this right. you know and i don't know if you were about to get into that but well, you can go for it <laughs> but that's the question now it's like okay so we're reading this, we're challenged by it, we're having, you know, a whole conversation about it, you know, but it can't stop there. You know, right. what do we do next? You know, and they gave, you know, ideas of, um, you know, just loving the people around you and, and how, you know, I think they say somewhere in the article where it's so easy to say, oh, well, I don't see any needs around me, you know, or any needs right. that I can meet. And that is such a lack of awareness of what God's doing around you that you need to begin to pray, okay, God, open my eyes to see what's around me, you know, and that's where you need to start. Because if you're not seeing needs around you, then that's a heart issue, you know, because the needs are everywhere and some are small and some are big, you know. And so it's kind of just, okay, well, well, what do we do now and what are the next steps, you know, and so... Anyway, and I think I just think this is a great article, <laughs> whether you're married or not, or yeah, I you mean, know, or have kids or or what? I mean, I just think it's challenging. Yeah, absolutely. And even as even as a single person, knowing that like you've got a chance to you've got a chance to get this right the first time. Mm-hmm. Like you've got the chance to uh, whether you're dating or not. You know, eventually when you get to that point, mm-hmm. you've got the chance to start things off. Um, focused on what God has right. for for you guys as far as ministry goes. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to start missions-focused and ministry-focused both you know, at home and abroad than it is to be married for 10 years or even two mm-hmm. years in our situation mm-hmm. and then try and back up the truck and right. say, you know what, we need, to, you know, we need to take the next exit and kind of reroute a little right. bit. Um, so, I mean, it's challenging for, for us. everybody. And yeah. if you are married and it's 10 years down the road, it's never too late, you know? So yeah. I think this is a great article. So with that, we'll end with a question that, uh, that you can answer by tweeting at us or, uh, you know, leaving a comment on Facebook or something. What is the variable in, in your life that, mm-hmm. uh, could be holding you back or propelling you forward? Mm-hmm. You know, in our context marriage can either hold us back or we can you know it can propel us forward right um and it could be a a college degree that's either holding you back or propelling you forward or you know a family or you know Mm -hmm. any number of things so yeah with that we will move on with our listener question which is should you ask someone to support your mission trip if they're not a christian Stay tuned. Helena from Tennessee asks, should you ask someone to support your mission trip if they're not a Christian? 
What do you think? <laughs> what do I think <laughs> always? Um, yes, I think you should. Absolutely. I say no. No. What? <laughs> you did not. Go ahead. No. What do you think? I, th I mean, I think it's a great opportunity to share with... Well, okay. Let me back up. Okay. I think you should because I think it's part of your life and part of who you are and you're mm -hmm. inviting people to be a part of that. Yeah. I, uh, I agree with you. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, yeah, um, I think one of the biggest ways we limit our own, you know, in, in the support raising side of things, what we limit our own ability is by almost predetermining who we think right. is going to contribute to our trip and who's not going to contribute. Mm -hmm. So I say give letters, send letters, send the email link or whatever to uh, anyone that, you know, kind of comes to your mind or heart or whatever. Mm -hmm. And don't play the, oh, they're not going to donate, so right. I'm not going to, or they're not a Christian, so I'm not going to, you know, invite them in, because this could be, just like you said, a huge conversation starter, too, right. for anyone that's, uh, for those that May maybe not. don't believe really yeah. in what you're doing, or well, or anything like that. Yeah, and I mean, real quickly, from personal experience, that is true. I knew you were going to talk <laughs> about this story, because I think you've talked about it before, but tell it. Um without too much detail i mean there were there's a, a family that um very close with from my hometown and they're not active believers you know and uh they supported me when i went to kenya and it opened up a lot of conversation when i got back and yeah um you know i don't know what what would ever come from it but they were probably one of the biggest supporters in me going. Yeah. You know, and they were extremely intrigued with what I was doing. And when I came back and, you know, the influence it had on their family and kids, you know, I may never know fully, but I mean, it's definitely not a reason to not include somebody yeah, in what absolutely. you're doing. So Cool. Well, with that, if you have a question that you'd like us to, if you have a question that you'd like answered, you can email us just like Helena did by emailing podcast at preparemymission.com. You can also tweet at us at prepmymission or use any other social media. <laughs> we'll get your question. Uh, and let's just roll right into what's happening on the website and then we'll get to that big announcement. Oh, okay. Don't forget about <laughs> that. New content. It's been a while since we've updated on mm -hmm. what's going on, so it's hard to even remember where we I left know. off. But pretty sure I've got a couple of good things here. One, we have uh, a one-page mission mission trip planner. Mm -hmm. So if you're on winter break or Christmas break or holiday break, whatever your region of the country calls it, it's different mm -hmm. everywhere. You're right, it is. Um, this is a great time to start planning a mission trip mm -hmm. over your break. You're not doing anything yeah. else. Drinking eggnog, what, <laughs> you know? Um, so you can go to preparemymission.com slash planner uh, and download our one-page mission trip planner and get to work. I'm so, telling you, all you list makers out there, you're going to love oh, it. Yeah. It's awesome. Stay organized at a glance. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. We also have a new fundraising tab on the website. So if you just go to the website, you'll see it up there. And we have a new kind of category of things that we're giving away called Uber Practical Fundraising Guides. Mm -hmm. So... Uber practical. Uber is just a clever word for really. <laughs> so really practical fundraising guides. Uh, we have two up there, uh, which are both articles and free downloads. Mm -hmm. uh, one is called, one is how to partner with a restaurant. So step-by-step -step instructions 
on how to partner with a local restaurant to raise money for your mission trip, host a host an event, mm-hmm. even has a free fundraising flyer to go with it. Super easy. Mm-hmm. See, uber easy. Uber easy. There's another one about how to sell your unwanted crap on eBay. <laughs> Not really titled that, but <laughs> it's sell stuff on eBay using your phone. So garage sales are a popular mm-hmm. way to raise money. I say forget about the garage sale eBay you're not going to make anything sell yeah. you're, you're, I mean it's not worth your time to sell your well those are just so 1992 for, yeah. you know it's a hassle so I'll teach you step by step how to sell the stuff around the edges of your room mm-hmm. on eBay make some quick fundraising uh, goals and that kind of a thing yeah uh, and it's all free mm-hmm. so why not this brings me to our big announcement mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, I certainly noticed, but we really only talked about one thing, this podcast. I noticed that as well. When we started the podcast, we started with like four articles mm-hmm. that we would talk about, then one Twitter featured, yeah, we, one featured <laughs> conversation, that was another 20 minutes, and then, you know, I'll be, it was a long podcast, yeah. and we hit a lot of topics. Well, we are simplifying things and focusing on one major topic every podcast so mm-hmm. one featured conversation right um so we're scaling things down but that's so that it makes it more manageable manageable to scale up our number of podcasts so starting this month right now we are going to start podcasting every other week so we'll see how this goes <laughs> Um, but we're going to commit to doing this for six months and just see if you like it and see if we can maintain it. But every other Tuesday, uh, starting when this one came out, which is this coming Tuesday, today mm-hmm. is, yeah, so it's going to be the December 2nd, this mm-hmm. comes out. Um, I mean, it's December 2nd right now, right? No? I, no, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so December 2nd and then what, December 9th, I guess? No, that's a week no, later. The, so then the two weeks. Week, yeah. Every other Tuesday, <laughs> whatever that is, whatever every other Tuesday is, we're going to have a new podcast for you. Mm-hmm. So we think this will be a more manageable way to listen to the podcast and for us to produce it. So that's our big announcement. Yeah, it's Look, great. I love it. We should have drum rolled or something. <laughs> really hope that was worth your time listening because uh, that's all I've got for you. Um. Anything else? No. We're done here. (laughs) And that's it for our first podcast for December here. We'll have another podcast for you two Tuesdays from now, which is two Tuesdays from December 2nd, right? Yeah, it's like the 16th, I think, or something (laughs) Something like like that. that. Anyways, um, so don't forget to uh, support the podcast by checking out our, our brand new t-shirt at preparemymission.com slash world. Uh, you can find the show notes for this podcast as well as previous episodes of the podcast at preparemymission.com slash podcast. Finally, if you visit preparemymission.com, you'll find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Inst- Instagram, Uh, You can connect with us. You can be encouraged by posts and by tweets and all that kind of stuff. Uh, We love hanging out with you guys. We love interacting. Um, Yeah, we we have a good time. (laughs) So until next time, uh, two Tuesdays from now, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm CJ. And I'm Terry. And thank you for listening. (laughs)